And back to the series finale of Justine's Kappa, From Beyond the Grave. Hey, what's up, listeners? On today's final episode, I'm going, I'm going to confront the people that made me suffer and ultimately caused my death. For any of my new listeners, I'm Justine Moritz. I was a servant of the Frankenstein family. I was charged for William's murder, and I falsely confessed out of the fear of going to hell. For the first clapback of this very spooky episode, we have Victor Frankenstein as our first guest. So, I have a lot of things that we need to discuss. Can you introduce yourself to my listeners who may not know who you are? Greetings, I'm Victor Frankenstein. I am the son of Alphonse Frankenstein and Caroline Bufront Frankenstein. I am an alchemist and I am currently studying at the University of Ingolstadt. I have also figured out the secret to reanimating the human body. However, my first attempt didn't work out perfectly and I ended up creating a monster. Why did you keep this monster a secret from everyone? I didn't want people to figure out that my first creation went wrong. I also wanted to keep the way I created the monster a secret, not to mention the failure that would constantly be following my name. Although, I did feel an extreme amount of guilt for ultimately being responsible for all the things the monster did. So, by you feeling guilty about something you were responsible for, you think that makes up for what you did to me? I didn't do anything to you. What are you talking about? The reason I'm dead is partially your fault. You even said that you had a feeling that William's death had something to do with the monster you created and decided to keep it a secret. If you told the magistrate or even anyone else about the monster, I could have been alive right now and not talking to you from the grave. You don't know that. What if I told everyone about the monster and nobody believed me? They all would have thought I was crazy and that my reputation would have been worse than it could possibly be. And what about my reputation? What about my life? You and Elizabeth have known me since we were young. You know I could never commit murder. I never thought you could ever do something like this, but I wasn't 100% sure my monster had anything to do with William's murder. Also, your mother just recently passed away. How How do I know for sure that you didn't just act out and kill William? I would never do such a thing to innocent William. If you weren't so concerned about your reputation and told the magistrate about what the crazy monster you created, then an innocent person like me wouldn't have to be convicted for a guilty person's actions. But I couldn't be sure the monster was even involved, and the magistrate had already decided that you were guilty. It was too late to speak up for you. Also, how did Elizabeth's necklace end up in my pocket? How do I know you didn't place it there while I was sleeping to cover up your monster's creation? I didn't plant the necklace on you to frame you for William's murder. I would never do something like that. Why would I protect the monster? I have been giving him the cold shoulder all this time. I wanted nothing to do with the monster. It's way more believable that you found me sleeping in the barn, and once you realize that your monster killed William, you then try to cover up his mistakes by planting the evidence on me, the first innocent person you could find. So, none of this shame would lead back to you and tarnish your name. I didn't mean for my creation to harm anyone. I didn't want you to suffer, but I had to look out for myself. Plus, it was too late to confess. The magistrate had already decided that you killed William. They wouldn't have even listened to me, so there was really no point in me bringing it up then. By doing this, you took away my voice in this situation, and you were only concerned about how the monster's actions would affect you, when in reality, I was the innocent one in the whole situation, and I had to suffer. I'm sorry, but I didn't mean for all of this to fall back on you, and I didn't know... I didn't know what I could do at the time, and it's too late for me to do anything about it now. So, you were the magistrate who sentenced me to death for the murder of William Frankenstein. What I want to know is why you were so convinced that it was me. I had come to the conclusion that you were guilty based off the fact that the victim was last seen wearing the same necklace that was found in your pocket the morning after the murder. You convicted me for murder based off this one little piece of evidence that was planted on me and didn't go to any further investigations. 
By taking this easy way out and framing me, you let an innocent person die for a crime they didn't commit. Did you even interrogate any other possible suspects? At the time, there was no other suspects to investigate, and when you were interrogated, you confessed to committing the crime, which to me looked like someone displaying the behavior of someone who was guilty. I confess because I already knew that this case was a lost cause, because you made up your mind before you even considered anyone else. There was nothing else I could do but accept my fate and hope that God would forgive me for my sins. No other suspects came forward and the only evidence we had on William's death was found on you the morning after the murder. There was no further need to look into any other suspects and we did what we needed to do to convict. Why was Elizabeth never questioned about William's murder? She was the one who was watching him the night of the murder. William was even wearing her necklace. Why was she never interrogated? She was never considered a suspect based off the fact that she was extremely close with William. And there were no link between the two that would suggest anything of that nature transpired. Also, if she did kill William like you are suggesting, why didn't she take the necklace away so that she was never linked to the crime? She did try to get rid of the necklace. For all we know, she could have been the one who planted it on me. Isn't it your job to investigate all possible links to William's murder? Yes, that was part of my job. However, my main job was to make a ruling on this case. From all that we have been talking about, it was quite clear that Elizabeth could have been interrogated much more. The fact that her necklace wasn't found on William's body when he was murdered seemed like there was lots for you to investigate before convicting me. I can see that Elizabeth could have been interrogated more. However, at the end of the day, it was your choice to confess to a crime you didn't commit. There was no further action I needed to take. My voice was silenced when I was taken into custody. I had known that there was no hope for me, so confessing and praying was the only thing that would save me from hell. Your confession was enough for me to convict. I don't think it's fair for you to blame me for attempting to save myself the only way I could. You should be taking the blame for not doing your job correctly. Based on the evidence I was presented with, I do believe I made the right choice and I did my job effectively. So to end this podcast off, we decided that it would be fitting to end this final episode with the monster. So, I have many things to discuss with you. Could you start off by introducing yourself to the listeners who may not know you? Hello, I'm the creation of Victor Frankenstein, also known as the monster. I was abandoned by my creator due to my hideous appearance. I was left alone to survive with no living skills. I was just discriminated by many people along my journey. To take revenge from Victor, I had murdered his brother William and framed Justine by placing William's necklace in Justine's pocket. So, you're the monster responsible for the murder of William? Yes, but I have my reasons behind killing William. I was left alone after being created by Victor. As I wandered around in the woods, I had met the Lacys. As I observed them, I learned how to talk and the important skills needed to survive. When I built the courage to talk to the Lacys, they had kicked me out due to my hideous appearance. Back in the woods, I saw this little boy. When he saw my face, he started calling me names. At this point, I had lost my patience, and when I found out he was Victor's brother, I strangled him to death. What did I do to you? Why was I framed for the murder of William? After I killed William, I had to lead the evidence away from me, and you were the first person I saw. So I placed that necklace I found on William in your pocket. I just didn't want Victor to regret creating me more than he already did. So I had to cover my path, so I framed you. What were you thinking while murdering innocent William?
Innocent William, I was the innocent one in this situation. Due to all the hate and pre prejudice towards me, I reached my breaking point. And unfortunately, you and William paid the price. And that for that, I am sorry. How are you the innocent one? You murdered a young boy out of rage. That young boy feared me just like everyone else did. He did not even give me a chance to explain myself. All I wanted was to be accepted and be loved. Yet he judged me by my looks. I was sick and tired of this prejudice against me, so I let my rage take over. Because of your so-called rage, I was convicted of a murder I had nothing to do with, and I had to pay the price for these actions with my life. How can you claim to be so innocent when all you did was bring suffering to so many people? I did not mean for things to get so out of hand, but you say your voice was taken away because of me, but what about my voice? I understand what you're saying, but I cannot forgive you for being the cause of William and my death. I know it is too late to ask for your forgiveness, but I am sorry that both of you lost your lives because of my stupidity and thirst for revenge against those who did me dirty. So, what are your plans now? Are you just going to kill anyone who judges you? I've already decided that I'm going to kill my myself to get rid of this burning guilt that I have inside me. Well, guys, I think that is all my guests have to say on what led to my voice being silenced. All I wanted was to live a peaceful and happy life. But as you all heard, life does not always give you what you want. I never expected to be falsely accused of murdering someone I practically considered family. My voice being silenced will not stop me from getting my side of the story told, and hopefully people will now believe I was not William's murderer. While I have had an amazing time getting to speak to you all through Justine's clapback, I think it is time I let go of this world and move on. Before I leave, do my guests have anything else to say before the show ends forever? I want to say that I should have taken full responsibility for everything that happened and that I am sorry I let your voice be silenced. I could have done more to help you, yet I just let you suffer and die, which is what I will have to deal with for an eternity. Thank you, Victor. You not acquiring the truth definitely silenced my voice and played a big role in my death, but I don't think it's fair that you take all the blame. Any words, Magistrate? I want to apologize too, Justine. I should have done a more thorough job when investigating, and I should have looked, in, looked for more evidence before convicting you for a crime you didn't commit. Yeah, you really did not do your best job with my case, and because of this, I had to suffer and die. I wish that I could put all the blame on you, but I know that this case was quite tricky in particular. I appreciate your apology nonetheless. Monster, anything to add? Yes, Justine, I'm so sorry that I let my blinding rage take over and let myself frame you as a murderer. I have so many regrets, but my biggest regret is silencing your voice and letting you innocently die for something that you had no part in. Well, your words cannot bring me back from the dead, but thank you. I believe that you really did not mean to bring me harm. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. On this final episode of Justine's Clapback, I got to finally get the closure with the people who caused my death. And now that my story is finally out, I feel that I can move on in the afterlife. Thank you for your listens and constant attention. I'm Justine Moritz, and this has been Justine's Clapback. <laughs>